Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. Hey, this weekend, Wari, a city I grew up in, crowned a new king. And I loved watching the ceremony with so much pomp and tradition on display. And the new king is just 37 years old. It's really young in Nigeria, where monarchs are often crowned in their 50s through their 70s, okay? So his speech spoke of history, inclusion, and ambition. Hmm, that word ambition. Friends, I have lots of ideas about topics to explore and share with you. But my time is limited. I am looking for someone to join the 5x5 crypto team so we can go further, faster. Now, there are two big requirements. Number one, you have to be curious about crypto. And number two, ready to have fun. Let me know if you're interested. With that, let's dive into the news this week. I had fun with this episode. I hope you enjoy it too. Number one, Afghanistan. Funds transfer is life or death. Many of us were moved by heart-wrenching scenes in Afghanistan this week. I can't pretend to know how it feels, but I can marginally relate to the Afghans living in the US trying to send money home to help loved ones. In this climate of fear and desperation, Western Union announced it was stopping operations in Afghanistan at the very exact moment when sending funds could literally be the difference between life and death. This is infuriating. It doesn't have to be this way. Yes, I understand that Western Union has a responsibility to care for their employers and their business. But to me, it just illustrates that the existing model is broken. Fortunately, Bitcoin Lightning Network changes that. It provides a censorship-resistant avenue for people to send funds without rent-seeking middlemen. Number two, lightning in Nigeria, 0% fee on US fund transfers. Yo, this is big. Bednob's integration with the lightning network is now enabling free instant, non-reversible funds transfer between the US and Nigeria. I'll say it again. Free transfers between the US and Nigeria. Look, in 2018, Nigerians in the diaspora sent $25 billion back home. And according to the World Bank, the average merchant's fee in Africa was about 8.4%. So this means that middlemen like Western Union earned about $2.1 billion that could have gone towards education, health, investments, and so on. This is precisely the type of solution that is needed in Afghanistan today, and frankly, everywhere. I can't wait to try it out. Too often, people mistake crypto as purely a speculative venture. It's not. Payment solutions like this are going to reshape the competitive landscape, and challenge existing business models while creating new opportunities. Get ready. Number three, what do Walmart, Amazon, and Kroger have in common? U.S. retail giants are warming up to crypto. 
Walmart is hiring a crypto payments expert to develop and implement the crypto payment strategy. Amazon also posted similar job descriptions too. Meanwhile, Kroger has partnered with Fold to enable grocery shoppers earn Bitcoin rewards for their purchases. Now, this is all very interesting, but I don't plan to spend any Bitcoin buying milk. Why would I, when I believe that the long-term price of Bitcoin is higher than it is today? That said, I think stablecoins like USDC could be a real winner here. Stablecoins allow instant, irreversible transactions, unlike credit and debit card payments. You see, when you purchase a coffee from your local cafe using a credit card, it could take one to three days for the merchant to receive payments. This could be especially frustrating for cash-strapped businesses. Why the delay? Like, it's 2021. Stablecoins are instant. Number four, bankers. Digital assets will lead to greater compliance and transparency. Deloitte conducted a global survey of financial service professionals to understand their attitudes towards digital assets. Now, by digital assets, that includes things like crypto, you know, Bitcoin is an example, stablecoins, and central bank-backed digital currencies. So, the bankers familiar with blockchain said the top three benefits they anticipate getting from digital assets were the following. Number one, improved access to funding sources. Number two, greater compliance and transparency. Number three, more efficient processes, for example, faster payments. It was great to see traditional finance begin to appreciate the opportunities ahead. But the point about greater compliance and transparency really, really got my attention because it flies against popular and inaccurate narratives that crypto is a shadowy tool that's only used by the underworld. Bankers are now saying it's a force for good. Lastly, it was interesting to note that 79% of all respondents expect digital assets to be somewhat important in the financial industry over the next 24 months. Meanwhile, 76% of respondents strongly or somewhat believe that digital assets will be a strong alternative or replacement for the existing fiat system within the next 10 years. Hey, this is a takeaway. If you're a bank and not thinking about this, you are falling behind. Number five. Crypto infrastructure bill electrifies the community. The Senate passed a trillion dollar infrastructure bill with a vaguely worded amendment on cryptocurrency. See, the idea was to increase taxes on crypto to help pay for roads, bridges, and so on. But the resulting amendment was so poorly worded that it threatened to cripple crypto adoption and drive innovation abroad. Texas Senator Ted Cruz questioned if up to five senators could describe what a cryptocurrency is in the first place, much less ably craft thoughtful legislation about the topic. Fortunately, the IRS sources have said that they will ignore the wording in this bill. Nonetheless, this episode has electrified the crypto community. We have seen the emergence of single-issue voters and deep-pocketed individuals appearing from the sidelines to bankroll crypto education and advocacy in Washington. 
I'm really looking forward to see how impactful this lobby becomes over the next couple election cycles. That's all I have for you this week. Please let me know your thoughts. As always, have a wonderful week ahead. Bye for now.